Attend while in high school. Jumpstart your career. Your high tech training starts here. Van Buren Tech, your career, your future, your life. Welcome to the Breakfast Club on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM. Highlighting what's good every Friday morning as experts, organizations, and event planners focus on the positive and relevant ways to experience hope. Teresa Getman, Rosalie Placati, and Paul Leyendecker are your hosts on Cozy and the podcast at WCSY.com. The Breakfast Club is sponsored by Whiteford Wealth Management in South Haven. Let them help you build wealth at WhitefordWealth.com. The South Haven, Bangor, and St. Joseph Banking Centers of Sturgis Bank and Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation for a different chiropractic experience. VassarChiropractic.com. Now, today's Breakfast Club on Cozy. Well, good morning. I'm Paul Andecker with Teresa R. Getman and Rosalie Placati. It's another wellness episode here on the show. And you might know there's an amazing resource available to those grieving. And as Teresa suggested, good grief. Today, we'll discuss one near and dear to us. It's Lori's place. Teresa? Well, I can tell you this. Uh, I can't imagine going uh, through losing someone like my husband uh, so close to you and not having any support. And I mean, there's been an outpour of support and I'm very blessed, but it automatically makes me think of the people who have no And that's why I am so happy and so grateful that you were able to be here with us and do the Friday morning breakfast club. Um, and I'm introduce Stephanie Kohler. She is the director of uh, Bereavement and Lori's Place, and such a needed resource in our in our community. And I'm just grateful for you this morning. So welcome. Thank you so much, Teresa, Rosalie, and Paul. It's just a pleasure to be here with you, to be able to share about Lori's place, talk a little bit about grief. It's such a really difficult subject, but I think Teresa's, to Teresa's point, it's so important that we normalize grief in our society. Oh, totally agree. And like I said, the people who don't, there's so many people who are close to my husband who don't want to share with me. They feel like they'll bring me down, you know? And I'm like, um, but they have no one like people he's mentored for years and been so close to felt as a business partner, father figure, my, our children, they don't Mm -hmm. want to bombard. I mean, we have eight children together and I know they want to check on me, but they lost their dad. You know, they Mm -hmm. lost the man they look, you know, it's, it's so, I I can't even tell you. It hasn't been in my radar before, but when it happens to you, mm-hmm. it's larger than life. And I'm just, like I said, grateful you're here. Mm-hmm. Um, Rosalie, you were going to tell us because this fits into, we don't just bring Lori's place on. Just because well, yeah, my- we're going to try to start the month with some kind of wellness. And this fits so well, not in the sense that it's uh, convenient, certainly. And you're right, Teresa, Dana was my mentor, and I was so sad. And I was sad for you, of course, but I was also sad, so I get it. Um, certainly not in the magnitude, but I counted on him, right? It's, it's you know, it's that same kind of thing. So anyways, 
when when we wanted to do this, we thought, well, this is a really good fit. And Lori's place is amazing. And for just for our listeners out there, please pay attention. Please take a look. It might not even be for you. It might be someone you know. And we're so happy to have Stephanie here. So, Stephanie, tell us a little bit more about Lori's Place and exactly what you do. Absolutely. Be happy to. Lori's Place is a grief healing and education center, and we do work with people of all ages who've experienced a death. So kids as little as three, all the way up to the oldest adults you can imagine that are willing to come in the doors. We provide what is called peer support groups. What that means is we create a safe space for people to come together to be able to talk about, learn about, listen about their grief to hopefully figure out how they need to to mourn in a healthy way. And we know grief is individual to all of us. So even in the same families, as Teresa was sharing, she has this big, wonderful family. And I'm sure everybody's kind of grieving in their own different way. And so to really honor that in that safe space at Lori's Place. So we do that at Lori's Place, um, as I mentioned, for people of all ages, but also we are able to offer for some really unique opportunities for people. So if you are an adult who've experienced a suicide death, for example, homicide, some substance related, maybe there's been a miscarriage of stillbirth or an infant death, um, and so on. If we see a need, we will come around people in that unique way. And we're very fortunate to be able to do that. And we've been doing that for almost 20 years now. So we've been around a long time. Our namesake, Lori Schultz, died in January of 2004. So it's almost been 20 years since Lori died. This beautiful space. And if you haven't been here, please, anyone listening, come and visit and just do a tour, even if you don't feel like you need it. Um, but this space is so welcoming, beautiful, um, and, and we would love for you to just come and, and spend some time with us. But our space has been available here to more than 56,000 people in that 20 years. So um, a lot of great work has happened here. And, you know, the fact that, um, and, and I'll, you know, I uh, actually volunteered and trained with you for a year. Yes, moved to Michigan, and a couple things on that is that the training was really extensive. The folks that are working with people, and I was just an apprentice; I never was on my own. But um, the people working with other people are highly uh, trained to to work with other people. I mean, you know, so it's not just you know a PTA meeting, and not not that there's anything wrong with PTAs. But I mean, it, these are sincere, well-versed, comforting, safe spaces. So I really loved that. And I wonder, did you add the miscarriage and um, stillborn later in the years? Did you always start with that? Because that's a much needed, much needed service. Absolutely. I'd say it came probably five years after we opened um, and you think about the level of groups and offerings, not only at Lori's Place, but in the community has grown exponentially over the years. As the community found out that, you know, there were resources available, we just continued to add on and to grow in that way. Um, we're in about 56 schools now. 
um, in four different counties. So we just will continue to grow like with the miscarriage stillbirth, you know, when there is that need, we're there to meet it. Well, and sometimes society presents the need. So, you know, we, I, we don't need to go in there. They are, uh, so, um, Teresa, I just wanted to ask you, you know, with Lori's place here, uh, is this something that would attract you to go to eventually or are, what are your thoughts? And I don't mean to pull you yeah, out. No, no, right no. Um, I would have said, uh, three weeks ago. Oh no. <laughs> you know, I would have thought, no, I'll, I'll you know, but. I guess I never imagined, you know, I never imagined now. And so at this point, you know, it's like, hmm, what's normal? And I realized there's no normal. Um, I'm, you know, so yes, I would like, I, I need to be with people who have not just experienced it, but it's one thing to experience it. It's another thing to be trained on, what is what you say and don't say um because unfortunately my children have heard a lot of things that shouldn't have been said so i want to warn people that you know it's just it listening would be better than speaking you know and just to you know i know people get scared when they say how are you and then they go oh oh and but it's a normal thing that we say in this country when you say how are you you just mean hi right mm-hmm. <laughs> they so don't funny. Bill, tell us your life. <laughs> they just mean, hey, how you doing? They don't really aren't asking a question. It's an exclamation point. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I I think that definitely it's I would definitely call if I didn't have a counselor to call. And I actually called a counselor out of retirement. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm calling them out of retirement. I, you may not, or you can I you can retire, it. but I'm coming. <laughs> and he actually uh, uh accepted the call. So, um. Yeah. So yeah, I, I've, needed, I, I've needed my mother, and I wish I could call her back in. <laughs> you know, right, it's so somebody, true. Right? If you don't know mm. about it, you don't. You know, unless you need it, you don't really know about it, right? And I think you know, Teresa said this early on too in the interview that um, so often people are very unsure what to say. You know, and they're afraid they're going to upset you more. But I think what those of us that have grieved significant death know that it it lays under the surface, right? And you want to hear about and talk about your person. And just as Teresa said, you want to hear how Dana impacted people's lives. You still want to hear those stories. And uh, people should should not be afraid to talk about it. You know, and even if that makes you cry, right. you know, those are tears of love. And I, that call it holy water. I call it holy water. You know, oh, I, I, love that. I love that. Awesome. Let it flow. Cause yeah. Yeah. I'm all about, and I work with people on a process. I've never had to deal with it at this level, mm-hmm. but the process works. If you work it, I'm telling you, I would, I'm amazed that I'm up off the floor. So, mm-hmm. and I just work. What's process. your process? What's the process? The, the, the whole eight to great process. Okay. You know, using that in grief, as well as knowing the importance of feeling all of your feelings and not shooting on yourself. And I said, should, shoulding, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I said should, but, you know, knowing that there's a process and that however you feel at any given moment is okay and valid and real and mm-hmm. not ever, I, I shouldn't feel that way, you know, or whatever I go through it. And, um, 
Yeah. So that's helped, but I love the extensive counseling. I don't have to do mm-hmm. this alone. Yeah. I'm a person who likes to do stuff and, you know, and I can do this by myself. And I got, you know, mm-hmm. and I just realized before Dana passing, I realized that, you know what, I don't do this by myself, you know, because yeah. I couldn't do what I do. You know, he's just my rock just to be able to talk to. So mm-hmm. I learned that before then that I'm not going to do this world by myself, you know, so. Well, yeah. we have to cut in. Stephanie, tell people how to get a hold of Lori's place. Absolutely. Please feel free to give us a call. Our number is 269-983-2707 or reach us at our website at www.lorysplace, that's L-O-R-Y-S-P-L-A-C-E, altogether.org. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. And reach out to us with ideas and comments. Email the Breakfast Club at WCSY.com. Altogether, no spaces, The Breakfast Club at WCSY.com. We'll be right back. The South Haven Bangor and St. Joseph Banking Centers, a division of Sturgis Bank, believes in community. That's why they're proud to sponsor The Breakfast Club, Friday mornings at 8.30 on Cozy FM. At the South Haven Bangor St. Joseph Banking Centers, it's people that make the difference. People that can help you build or expand your business. Stop at any of their branch locations in South Haven, Bangor, St. Joseph, or visit SturgisBank.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation, downtown South Haven, works to get you out of pain, back to doing the things you love, and avoid invasive procedures. Dr. Vassar believes that working together with you to achieve your goals is one of the most fulfilling experiences. For a different chiropractic experience, learn more and make an appointment at Vassar Chiropractic. Chiropractic.com. Proud sponsors of The Breakfast Club on Cozy FM. Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation, 330 Kalamazoo, downtown South Haven. This is The Breakfast Club on Super Hits, 103.7 Cozy FM. Highlighting what's good. The Breakfast Club on Cozy is sponsored by Whiteford Wealth Management in South Haven. Let them help you build wealth at whitefordwealth.com. The South Haven, Bangor, and St. Joseph Banking Centers of Sturgis Bank and Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation for a different chiropractic experience. VassarChiropractic.com. And now back to The Breakfast Club on Cozy. We'd like to say thank you for listening to our show every Friday morning here on Cozy. We even podcast the show at WCSY.com. Just click where you see podcasts. I'm Paul Ann Decker with Rosalie Placati and Teresa Argetman, all set for part two of today's Breakfast Club. Okay. Well, um, if you're back from our first segment, I just wanted to thank Teresa for being so honest and helpful during that conversation. It can't be easy, but of course it's Teresa. So let's leave that there. That's Teresa. She did it. But coming back with Stephanie from Lori's place, we're going to talk a little bit more personally, um, about when you're grieving and about the stages of grief. We had some interesting conversation there and, and, and getting help when you, when you're ready. So Stephanie, I'm, I'm going to give it to you. We have brought up the stages of grief. Tell us about that. Absolutely. Well, we've all heard of Dr. Kubler-Ross and she's done an amazing job and a ton of work on talking about the stages of grief. And initially that was for those that were dying and not for those bereaved people left behind when our people die, right? So we don't believe really in the stages of grief at Lori's place. We believe that grief is not linear. 
It is an up and down, inside out roller coaster of emotions and experiences and things for people to work through. So we're really not comfortable with the stages. You know, we really feel that that grief is work. It's really, really hard work to figure out how to mourn in a healthy way. And so we we really believe at Lori's Place that that is an important peace that people have to be ready to do the work it's up to them we may have a lot of wonderful caring people in our life that tell us we should be doing this or calling Lori's place or calling the counselor or getting out of the house or whatever it is out from under the bed with the dust bunnies Um, but we have to be ready to do that right that's our decision it is our unique journey and when people are ready to do that then that's when real work can begin And when we are at Lori's place, what we talk about, that first really need we have is accepting that reality of the death. That's when your head, who knows that this is really happening, and your heart come together, right? And we go, okay, this is for real. This is forever. Now the real work can start. And that's where our stepping off point is. And that's different for every single person and everybody, you know, Teresa said this, everybody, every person deserves to have those feelings validated and normalized, right? All of those feelings are normal. You get to feel all of your feels and nobody should take that away from you. And to be able to be in that space where people will listen actively to you and you can say it 5 million times where in society, we, we kind of have folks that kind of get tired of hearing about it. Right. (laughs) But you need to keep telling the story. Yeah. You know, it's, it's telling it over, you know, and over again. Mm-hmm. And you just want that. You want people to know, and you want them never to forget. Yeah. Yeah. That. There's this great quote that talks about every time you share that story, every time you share about your person, you relieve a little bit of hurt oh. each and every time you do that. Yeah. Well, that would be lovely. And, you know, I'm so glad we brought that into it um, as far as everybody's the individual, but one thing I know, and when I worked for the American Cancer Society, and I often worked with, I was happy to work with survivors, and sometimes I didn't get to work with the survivor, and I worked with their family. And we were taught a little bit about grief and how to approach someone. And there are still people out there that are saying horrible things, okay? And if anything walks away, and I know people mean well, but when they say he's in a better place or... Or something like that. And, you know, they mean well, but it's not always helpful. What can we say Mm -hmm. um, with your experience? I'm going to put you on this spot. I'm seeing Teresa. What can I say to Teresa? Absolutely. First of all, less is more. We feel like we have to fill the spaces all the time and really just be a presence to people. Just sit in that space and say, you know what? I would love to hear more about Dana. I would love to hear some Dana stories if you want to share with me. I'm just here to listen. You know, um, please don't ever say you're right. You know, they're in a better place. Um, God needed a flower. Um, Any of, you know, anything like that, or at least, you know, at least you still have your children or whatever, you know, um, just be more sensitive to, to your words and not feel like you have to fill the spaces, you know, saying something, you know, like, 
let me know if I can do anything. People are not going to reach out to you. <laughs> They're not going to call you. Instead, hey, Teresa, could I drop off dinner Friday night? And if you don't feel like coming to the door, it's okay. I'll leave it on the step and let you know I've dropped it off. You know, it looks like the lawn needs to be mowed. Can I come mow it on Thursday for you? Tangible things. That's what people who are grieving need. They just need to know that they can be in that space. You know, when you're making plans with somebody who's really in the midst of grief, um, know that those plans could change and that has to be okay. You know, we're getting ready to go into the holidays. We encourage people who are grieving to make a plan, but make sure the people in our life know that, you know what, I might change my mind at the last minute and that's okay, you know, Um, but to be able to go into it with that kind of heart and intention, you know, that's really all you need to do. Don't feel like you have to fill that void. Oh, that that's wonderful, wonderful advice. I'm I'm listening hard because those well, and because those are the right things, right? Um, just being there, um, and and being with your friend or the family member that, or if it's you, you know, knowing that yeah, let's plan on going to the movies, but that day I'm just like, eh, it's not going to happen. So I think that that's all just wonderful advice, and I think Lori's place is a a great center for doing that, and I know. Um, just real quick, the, um, I helped you out in the schools, you know, kids grieve too, young mm-hmm. kids grieve. Mm-hmm. And we, we tend to, I don't, I don't want to say gloss over it, but mm-hmm. we don't give them the the full weight of what they're doing and what they're experiencing. And that opened my eyes. I know the, the couple of times I was with uh, in the junior high mm-hmm. the kids really in pain. So, um, and that can, you know, repressing that can lead to all kinds of other things. So why don't you talk about your youth things that you do do? Because I think that's important. Absolutely. You know, we have elementary and middle high groups here, as well as in the schools. And so we feel that's so important because we often hear, you know, oh, kids are resilient or, you know, they're not hearing or feeling things in the way that we are. They're fine. And part of that comes legitimately from the fact that kids will, will, you know, grieve through their play. And so we often think, you know, they're, they're off playing, they're doing fine. And kids, uh, you know, we really need to take cues from kids because they will come and go in their grief as adults. We have a really difficult time doing that, but that's normal. And that's how kids will process through their grief. They'll hear that news react to it and then say, Hey, can I go play? Yep. And then they'll come back. And the same with kids too. You really um, don't need to share all the nitty gritty details. Let them ask for what they need and they will tell you, they will absolutely tell you. you use concrete language with kids. That can be really tough for adults too. We want to use the, the, the died and dead, you know, people aren't lost, you know, Um, They're not an angel in heaven. You know, if the person was so good, they went to heaven. You know, none of that. We want to make sure we're using concrete language with kiddos and just let them have those safe spaces too. And adults can do that. Give them a lot of good things to utilize through play as they process through. Um, Get them into one of our groups, whether it's here at the center, within the schools, um, and really take their grief seriously. Grace, so you were gonna you were reacting to that about children and reality. 
Yeah, I, I think that's very important. I just, and, and for anyone, you're talking about their reality. You don't know what their beliefs are, you know? And so you're talking about something, be very careful because, you know, I, you know, whatever somebody said, oh, well, he was never at church. And I, but I don't know anybody who was, <laughs> who was more, I'll just say he was the most amazing man I've ever known. So I'm like, I make no excuses for him. He, you know, he doesn't need any. Um, I, you know, I'm just, it's interesting to me that, you know, I think like you said, less is more. And just to say, if you want to ask somebody, you know, do you want to talk about it? But don't guess their relationship. You know, I know his son, people guess and think I wrote the obituary. I wasn't even in my right mind to write anything really. Um, but um, his son um, wrote the obituary, Derek, and was very, uh, you know, just beautifully done. Beautiful. And, right. and uh, my husband really didn't believe in steps, you know, step, you know, they, he treated my children, you know, like his own. And if you're wondering, are they grieving? I can tell you <laughs> they have, their birth father and they had Dana and it's to them, it's like losing a father. So don't guess the relationship and just know that if, you know, it's like those kinds of things, less is more and just, you could ask how they're doing, you know, cause it, this is a hard, um, this is a hard road. I never expected to be on, not it for at least he had me believe in he was going to live 20 years. <laughs> I believe he went by his, he did the calculations, my da, 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 da. <laughs> so, and I believed him. So yeah. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're, we're closing up again. And so Stephanie, just tell us again, how people can find you and get this good information. This has been a great show. Mm. And I just want to really thank you for, for what you brought to it. But yes, tell us you. how to find you. Yeah, thank you so much. Absolutely. I'm pleasure to be here with the three of you. Um, again, please reach out to Lori's place at 269-983-2707 on our website, www.lauriesplace.org, Facebook, Instagram. Um, we have some wonderful people here to walk alongside you. It takes a lot of courage, we know, but please don't hesitate to walk in or make that call. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Talk about it. We love it when you share ideas and comments with us. Email the Breakfast Club at WCSY.com. The Breakfast Club at WCSY.com. You find podcasts of the shows there as well. And for more inspiration from Teresa R. Getman, visit EnterprisesLLC.com. Have a great day. You've been listening to The Breakfast Club, highlighting what's good every Friday morning at 8.30 as experts, organizations, and event planners focus on the positive and relevant ways to experience hope. The Breakfast Club on Cozy is sponsored by Whiteford Wealth Management in South Haven. Let them help you build wealth at whitefordwealth.com. The South Haven, Bangor, and St. Joseph Banking Centers of Sturgis Bank and Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation for a different chiropractic experience. VassarChiropractic.com. Join us again next Friday at 8.30 for The Breakfast Club on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM. Find a podcast of today's show at WCSY.com. Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation, downtown South Haven, works to get you out of pain back to doing the things you love. 
and avoid invasive procedures. Dr. Vassar believes that working together with you to achieve your goals is one of the most fulfilling experiences. For a different chiropractic experience, learn more and make an appointment at VassarChiropractic.com. Proud sponsors of The Breakfast Club on Cozy FM. Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation, 330 Kalamazoo, downtown South Haven. The South Haven Bangor and St. Joseph Banking Centers, a division of Sturgis Bank, believes in community. That's why they're proud to sponsor the new Breakfast Club, Friday mornings at 8.30 on Cozy FM. At the South Haven Bangor St. Joseph Banking Centers, it's people that make the difference. People that can help you build or expand your business. Stop at any of their branch locations in South Haven, Bangor, St. Joseph, or visit SturgisBank.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. At Whiteford Wealth Management, they have the pleasure of serving clients in nearly half of the country from their beloved South Haven. Rest assured, with Whiteford Wealth Management, you will always get simple, candid advice based on the wealth of knowledge and experience in tax, legal, and investments. Clients trust Whiteford Wealth Management with their life savings, and they earn that trust by recommending products that they use themselves. Whiteford Wealth Management. Let them help you build wealth. WhitefordWealth.com. Proud sponsors of The Breakfast Club on Cozy. The Breakfast Club on WCSY-FM South Haven is paid for by Enterprises, LLC.